All right, we're back. We're back. We're all together and back for No Means No Thing. No Means Nothing. Take your pick. And uh, I want to clear something up real quick. Um, I've seen some people get confused, and I realize we haven't fucking mentioned this, I think, since episode one. All of these pairings we're doing, guys, are random. We're not choosing which songs go up against which. And I've some people seen some people go, oh, no, choose, put this one up. Put this one against. It's like we can't. Right. Put, we're not. We don't control it. These no, are the gods of fate. It's a dispassionate automaton that it's I wheel of fortune. Wrote. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that makes it fair, right? If we had just put up, it would. I don't think this would be very much fun or as interesting if we chose the pairings. That would be weird. No, so, we don't, we're not. We're not rigging the game here. It's uh, nope. very random, and um, we are actually a little obsessed with keeping it that way. Exactly, and, um, ensuring that uh, the ones get um, taken out of the pile. So every time they get reshuffled, it's just the ones that are left. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. And that, I think that's what keeps it interesting. And this this uh, this episode's no different. But before we get there, something that's not random is what we choose to pour down our mouth holes. So. <laughs> Oh, we should introduce ourselves with... first. Hello. Oh, I guess so. You're right. I'm uh, Matthew. Hi. Hey, Matthew. I'm Jordan. I'm Michelle. Look at that. There's three huh? of us. Huh? Mm-hmm. Now, let's start with Michelle today and uh, tell me what you got. Uh, what, what's your libation? Oh, I love that sound. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a wind. And the Lord doth came unto them. And he said, <laughs> drinketh thy Guinness. I see that head, that widget. Nice. The widget spins. The widget doth provide. All right, well, I just got my Amarnyak Akakak tonight, dipping into the <laughs> good stuff. Really? <laughs> yeah, I need to dip into the good stuff tonight. It smells. Mm, see, Is it fruity smelling, like cherries or No, something? no, no. It's like a, it's a brandy. So it's a nice, rich brandy. brandy. smells like. Mm, it's good. It's good shit. Smells so, like getting drunk. Smells like getting drunk in front of a fire with a pipe. All right. Uh, and you know what kind of pipe I'm talking about. The meth I, kind. All right, Matthew. I have rather an embarrassment of riches um, because ooh, ooh boy. I had a couple. Uh, I usually keep them around just for this. And then uh, my wonderful neighbor, um, I picked up some stuff at the hardware store for him and he um, gave me some beers. So uh, it's oh. kind of, they aren't necessarily ones I would have bought for myself. So I have uh, a whole bunch here. Uh, do you guys want to help me choose? Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. Buckle up. And they're all, beers. they're all from, they're all from BC. Um, this one's moon underwater in, uh, Victoria. Uh, the lemon meringue sour. Uh-oh, oh, here we go again shit. with a fruit. Yep. Um, <laughs> here is, uh, this one is <laughs> Tofino Brewing Company on Vancouver Island, West coast of Vancouver Island. Uh, just a blonde ale. Very simple. Yeah. There's a killer a, cat on the front a there. Killer all cat. Right. A cougar, Panther, if you will. Cougar. From yep. it's actually a pretty good, uh, good variety. A lot of them was from uh, two from the island there, and this is from a different island, Salt Spring Island, which is north of Victoria. Oh, there's a hippo Ooh, on there. It's a yeah, sheep. It's, it's a sheep. Salt That's Spring Island sheep. ales, and this is, is a, a heather sheep. ale, and I believe they use the heather as a bittering agent uh, in place of the hops. Yeah. Oh, fancy. So there's that one. We're, uh, we're doing a beer podcast, aren't we? Yeah, I know. This one's a field house brewery in Abbotsford, Chilliwack. Um, the Grove Pale Ale with lemon, lime, and grapefruit from Stone. Oh, another fruity. Wait, is that is that the same uh, brand as the first one? The labels are so they're like, very on... similar. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's just be a... an IPA, isn't it? Uh, no, fruity one? it's just a pale f- ale. Yeah, you can't do fruity IPAs. I've never seen a fruity. IPA. And then what actual fruity. This is probably Casey the least IPAs. fruity. Uh, despite the fact that it's actually made from fruit, is a um, dry cider from Nomad oh, in Nomad. Summerland, oh, I like, BC. I that's like a good that looking label. label, man. Yeah, that is a good. That's my choice. Are we judging the book by its cover? Hell yeah! What I can't, I don't know what they taste like. Okay. I don't know. I kind of like the one with the uh, the cougar on it. Yeah, that's not bad. I don't know, Matthew. Which one do you want? Um. Well, I... he doesn't get to decide. That's the whole point of this. Yes, this is not he his does. choice. He's not going to listen to us. He's just trying to get attention. In case it was the cider, <laughs> I did. Uh, I did actually bring myself a, a glass full of ice. 
So it's well, kind of warm. See, here. so it's the cider because that's the it's the cider because he's that's prepared with ice. Yeah. Cider's good. I'm gonna have a cider next time. Alrighty, cider it is. I like that. Do you label. know who has a cider company here where I live? Is uh, what's his toots from Primus? Oh really? Uh, uh, the Larry Lalonde? No, oh no, the, Larry the, Lalonde? No, no that's the, the guitarist. The Herb. Tim, Herb Alexander. Tim Alexander. Tim yeah. Herb Alexander. Herb yeah. Cider. He has Herb a cider, cider company that's here. That's sweet. Yep. Nice. I hope this cider isn't sweet. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like them dry too. Actually, next next week I'll I've sure. got a I've got a neighbor who started brewing cider and it's fucking good as shit. Um I'm a, I'm a, I'll, it's called, they're Tap the Admiral is the brand, which there's a great story behind that. But anyway, I'll, I'll leave. All right. That next Cheers, week. everybody. We should talk about Cheers. some music. Let's talk about music and uh, you at home, me. crack open what you got and let's, uh, let's mm. gab about some, some music. That's a good cider. Otherwise. Oh, good. Excellent choice then. All right, everybody. I think we're all ready. We're going to get progressively liquored up and let's <laughs> talk about our first pairing. The, as I mentioned, random gods have chosen for us So Low from All Roads Lead to Ausfart 2006 versus also on the same fucking album, Heaven is the Dust Beneath My Shoes, All Roads Lead to Ausfart 2006. So kind of weird, uh, again, with, it's happened a few times to us where we've had songs from the same album show up. These aren't right next to each other, at least, like we've had before, but a little bit weird. So... Let's uh, let's I guess dive right into it, Matthew. You are up at plate first. This is a John song. <laughs> John's getting his John out. Um, mm. <laughs> it's basically a blues song. I don't know whether it's just uh, them. I mean, it's three, three bar blues, just very, very fast and very, very catchy. Um, it's it's kind of uh, Hanson-y to me. Um, and amazingly, they managed to get a, a cameo from Stephen Hawking somehow. I mean, how'd they get that? Part? <laughs> that's hilarious. The that's because that Michelle's what? giving us the face. Stephen Hawking talks through a vocoder, <laughs> like through a electronic voice, and so the, the that the you know the machine solo sounds like Stephen Hawking kind of. Oh, we have to explain the nerd joke. <laughs> um, he, there's not a lot to say about the song. Um, in in my it's, opinion, yeah. um, it I think is kind of a palate cleanser between uh, ashes and faith on the album. It's uh, just a simple, straight ahead. Um, maybe it is a little bit of a. Um, poking fun at how uh, silly and simplistic blues songs can be. Um, <gasps> how dare you? No, they, they're <laughs> simple. It doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean bad. I mean, it's just like a, uh, you know, sometimes a, a tasty lager without all the fruit and crap in it is much nicer than uh, anything complicated. So perhaps it is the simple lager uh, off this album. Um, but yeah, my, my baby took the Lexus and left me a mule to ride. I mean, that's just them having fun. I reckon. Um, and uh, I've lost my happy hoe. Wait a minute, there it is. Exactly. <laughs> great. Um, there's some female female vocals on here. Uh, it's the same vocalist I checked, uh, Robin Kerrigan, as uh, a bunch of other songs off of. Uh, oh, how'd you, find that, out? how'd you find that out? I the liner notes. <laughs> liner oh, notes. Shit. I usually do too. I guess I didn't have them mesmerized like you do. Huh. Yeah, I actually went into the basement and found my CD and discovered I that I had that. two copies on CD of Wrong for some reason, and it's not the re-release. I don't remember why. I have you hear that, that, everybody? He has one that he can sell you, so hit him up. 
Yeah, that re-release had a, a little bit of or something don't. else different on there, didn't it? The wrong one. I know. I know we're getting off topic here, but yeah, know, it was I the Mister Wrong. A couple of Mister Wrong songs got, right, uh, got right, sort of right. bootstrapped. I'm go to dig it. those up and make a little collage on my wall. You've you've now inspired me. I got to dig up them CD jackets. Even if anyway, you find it at a thrift store, record store, you got to buy it. You can't leave it there. No, that's yeah, exactly. can't be lonely. No. Um, and uh, yeah, so I guess loneliness is sort of what this character in the song is railing against. I'm alone and the fundamental um, solo, no solo. Um, I guess it's he just doesn't want to be alone. So he's sad because his baby <laughs> left him. <laughs> ah, poor little baby. Yeah, they're very straight ahead musically. Um, yeah, I remember seeing this song and enjoying it and uh, people thrash around to it. Um, hasn't got very much contrast and that's just fine. It's short, it's punchy and uh, that's about all I got to say about it. Ah. Short and punchy just like the song. Excellent, mm. Matthew. Michelle, you're up. What do you got to say about this uh, this piece? Uh, this is a 100% Hanson Brothers song. I refuse to even think of it as a no means no song. The music is okay and all... But uh, uh, I don't have much to say about it, really. I'm not like Jordan when he was on about Beat on the Brat, but it's close. It's, it's, <laughs> this, this, this song is too cute. It, it doesn't even feel like it's my band. I'm not going to say I hate it. I don't hate it, but I don't. I, I, where did they go? Where did they go? Where'd they go? <laughs> where are they? I'm, where in the world I, I is? Do, I don't know. So that's the, that is what I have about this because it's they've gone and left me. <laughs> Short and, and left punch you me, just like ride. the song. Short and left you a mule to ride. Short and punch me. Oh, I like so, that better. That's much better. <laughs> Short and punch me. Yeah. And, All um, right. So Michelle uh, riding, riding a mule with solo. Exactly. So yeah, this is going to be a uh, lightning round. Um, I also don't have a ton to say. I so first thing I wrote was. This feels like uh, I reaching into the cookie jar and pulling out the wrong cookie. It's just it's not it's not a no means no cookie. This is a no. it is it is a Hanson Brothers cookie, although and it's stale. It's not. A, yeah. Even for the Hanson Brothers, it's a little bit. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't love this song. I don't hate it. I'll, I'll, let me say this about it. It'd be a little bit more fair, maybe, than I would have been previously listening to it this time. I enjoyed it more than I have in the past. There have been times where. T- being able to talk to nobody, I talking to myself, I've dumped all over this song. I've just been like, eh, skip it. Who, who the fuck cares? Um, but you know what? It's 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 funny. It's got some really good tight musicianship. So even these songs, if you really listen to them, where they're getting, they're, they're super straight ahead. And you're right, Matthew. It's a blues song for sure. Really straightforward structure. No acrobatics. But fucking hell, these guys are tight as shit. Even in these songs, <laughs> where they're where they're just they're I won't want to say a throwaway they don't song. Know that's how not, not that's to not be. right. I know it's so they're so so precise, and to hear them be so precise on a straightforward song, it's a it's you know a little bit like Coitus Interruptus. It's all right, it's great, but it doesn't quite <laughs> oh my god doesn't quite go all the way. You know what I mean? Um, I do. I, I I felt this time I had the 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 too cute by half little thought of like oh the voice maybe that was John's like premonition about compressor head or something I don't know getting in a little bit of those robots into his uh, song but uh, uh, I don't I no. don't hate I don't hate the female voice I think that kind of works I did like it at the end the uh, the go 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 I think that part's no, pretty nice no, but. No. Uh, it's tight as fuck. Let's see what else is on my notes. Um, <laughs> tight as fuck. Yeah, it's uh, so it's called so low. Uh, he makes a joke out of that. It's so low, but also solo, right? So that's kind of clever. And there's right. no there's no solo in it, is there? Uh, no, there's a little bit of a of a Tom solo. Little yeah. little little bit, little bit. All right, so I'm Tainty. I'm. I'm I'm almost talking more about this song than needs to be said, so I'm going to shut up, and uh, we'll move on to a much <laughs> longer God. song. I kind of feel bad for the song now. I kind of do, too. I'm, I'm hoping there's people I'm out sorry. there who are mad about this ah. and who do like it. I just want to hear, ah. to tell it. Please, you out there, your listener, our, 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 you our favorite people. You don't chew gum when you listen to No Means No, all right? You just I don't. guess you're right. Hubba-bubba. Yeah, hubba-bubba. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. All right, well let's let's uh, this one the next the next uh, bit of meat on this bone's a little little juicier. We've got uh, heaven is the dust beneath my shoes. So Matthew, lead us off. Tell us what you think of this sucker. Shall we leave a little space? 
Oh, that's right. Thank you. I always yeah, forget. Let's leave a little space either. to hear. That's okay. I'll figure it out in the editing. Here's <laughs> here's a bit of that song for you, everybody. A wise man said that you can't step into the same stream twice. But I find that wet feet soon get caked with sand and grit. That's very unpleasant, especially between the toes. So when I go for a stroll, I stay on the sidewalk. And I always wear a pair of nice This is a confusing song for me a little bit. I mean, it's funny, um, but it is, I don't know, there's, um, it reminds me a little bit of um, Mansion in the Sky or uh, Headless Bourgeoisie. I mean, it's it's sort of, um, it feels like it isn't quite sure what it wants to be um, in some ways. Uh, the two parts of it, kind of a little silly, um, with the, <laughs> The the character in that, I mean, sort of silly, talking about silly things. It kind of reminds me of the the, uh, the lyrics from Every Day I Start to Ooze a little bit. And then the absolutely driving um, parts, observations about what heaven isn't. Um, it, I'm not sure about the di- dichotomy. It'd be interesting to talk to you guys. Maybe this is a more discussion one rather than a monologuing kind of song. But uh, I think it's... Um, <laughs> The, the odd personality is kind of uh, at odds with the uh, observations about heaven. Um, there are some variations in the in the chorus. Heaven's in the dust between my toes. Heaven's in the dust be- beneath my shoes. Um, but it it's different toes, from the... Toes, soles, shoes. Yeah, and it's different from the title. Heaven is versus heaven's in. Um, so I'm not sure what huh. that means there. Um, heaven's not a palace where God sits upon a throne. It reminds me of... Uh, Mansion in the Sky, see a mansion in the Sky that uh, we talked about on a recent episode. Um, but uh, yeah, the the last little kind of a side bit, he says, uh, you know, wet, wet feet after stepping into a stream, uh, get caked with sand and grit. Very unpleasant. That's um, very unpleasant. Is that is that the same? Um, the heaven is, is the dust uh, beneath my toes like so he is going to walk on the sidewalk and insulate him from himself by wearing nice warm boots um from the possibility of heaven if heaven is uh, actually an irritant <laughs> between your toes huh. so um, i'm not sure which side he's on uh whether um that heaven is wherever you are but uh he doesn't want to be distracted so he's just gonna go for a walk i don't know i like how there's a an effect on um a pair of nice warm, warm. and then there's a sort of boots. It's like reminds me. Uh, I think it's from Poltergeist when I associate that. Oh sort yeah, of, that uh, kind of calling, drawing. I don't when know. She's inside how, the te- TV and she's calling out from hell? that spirit realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a good pull. Boots, like, Carolyn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the 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 lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I love how the solo returns to the main theme um, at the end. I mean, some of the music is uh, fantastic. It's an incredible drumming song. I mean, um, John's use of roles. Holy crap. I mean, this makes me want to retrain myself. I have been trying to retrain myself to use jazz grip because I think his, I I don't know. I I don't know a lot of other players, especially not jazz um, players uh, who use roles in that way. And so seamlessly such a brilliant player it's unbelievable um yeah anyway i'm not sure about the that character i mean uh and that you were naked <laughs> he's such glee just like a little kid um, who is that character what is he doing yeah. i got i got some ideas but i'll save it <laughs> all right all right well okay this song's confusing me so yeah maybe it's we can, a confusing uh, one 
Fuck yeah. yeah. We can have a little discussion. Let's, let's come back to it, right? So I'll, I'll give out my diatribe after Michelle, and then we can come back and have a little round table on it. Michelle, what do you think of this one? Uh, I put the word meh in quotes. Oh! Ugh. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. Ugh. I did. Yep. The chorus is better than the verses. I'm listening to the music, not the lyrics. So you're my lyrics, guys. You go off gotcha. with that. But I'm, I'm no, I can, I can, I can it go is with that. just kind of meh for me. It's like the verses don't make any sense with a chorus. I like the nice warm boots part, and the ending's great. There's some good good bits in there overall, and John is playing some amazing, amazing fills. But it's not something that bowls me over too much. All right. And your turn. All right. Well, listen, first, I want to apologize to everyone because I know, at least for myself, when I go back and listen to this shit, I often listen to myself and just cringe the fuck out because it just sounds too pretentious. So buckle up. I'm probably going to go right back there. All right. So forgive me. None of what I'm about to say probably means fucking shit. But I was really I've listened to the song a lot. I actually really, really like this song. It's one of my favorites off this album. I think it's huh. fantastic. I think it's fantastic. So and I've had some thoughts about it in the past and more of it clicked in for me today. So so here's my here's my theory about the lyrics about the meaning of it. Anyway, you do have these two sections. You have this weird little character and then you have the chorus. I always think there's a clue with no means no when their characters have, there's an arc and there's three parts. So there's a, there's a journey. This person goes on the first one. It's, and to me, it's all about alienation. You start with this character who is this weird fucking weirdo clearly. And all their friends secretly hate them, right? You can't come to our party. You're too fat. And give me a break. That line, <laughs> oh, I really, God. really do like. I have nothing against gravity, but it really, really does weigh me down. That's fucking fantastic. Okay, that is a quotable. Yes, that's, that's, that's a great line. So, so this yep. character's alienated, yep. right? And all their friends yep. hate them, and they're just trying to pass it off. Then you get to the second verse, and it's about kind of lashing out. This person now wants to humiliate someone else. They've been humiliated, so they're trying to humiliate someone but even that humiliation ends up being nothing more than alienation because the parents don't even fucking care. So their attempt at lashing out and alienating someone falls even flatter than you'd think because the fucking parents don't even care. So now we've got alienation on top of alienation on top of alienation. This person who's already alienated is trying to alienate someone else and gets alienated because they can't alienate someone. So we're <laughs> deep into it. Then we go into this third verse where you've got, first of all, quoting a really you know, I think, you know, sort of maybe fortune cookie-esque, but really actually pretty deep <laughs> saying by Heraclitus, who was this Greek um, philosopher, that you can't step God. into the same the same river twice, which is all about the fact that, you know, it's, and it's also a very Buddhist concept, not to, I'm going to go there again in a little bit here, so forgive me, I know I get on this all a lot with Rob, but that you that the world's always changing, right? That change is the only real thing. The river's never the same river, it's always different, because it's the, it's always moving. Mm -hmm. Like the river, which we'll save that for another fucking day. And in that last verse, this person uh, uh, hints at something that's actually real wisdom, but instead backs up and says, no, fuck that. I'm not going to dip into that wisdom at all. What I'm going to do is just stay on the fucking sidewalk and put on a pair of nice, warm boots. And boots to me always makes me think, at least, especially the way he says it, of fascism. Like, this is someone who's alienated and then alienated on top of alienation, on top of alienation, and is finally like, fuck it. I'm putting on my nice, warm boots, and fuck you all. And, and walking down the sidewalk. And walking down the sidewalk, right? So I know that's way fucking out there, but I really was listening to it today, and especially the way he delivers it, it felt like, yeah, I feel like this is a character who's slowly choosing to divorce themselves from anything fucking real and just choosing to put on the jack boots. So who the fuck knows? But that's contrasted Jeez. with these this contrast with these lyrics about heaven, which reminds me of there's a there's a, a kind of school of philosophy or theology called the via negativa, which is like defining what's holy by what it isn't, by what like by what it's not, what God isn't or what, you know, what what is not good. You define it by by all the things that it isn't. And you can take what he's saying, which on a very basic level is like okay yeah there is no heaven there's nothing it's just what it's just what you have here it's just material reality and that's right. absolutely an authentic reading of it i think but i think also knowing rob's interest in buddhism a little bit and the and the and contrasting with the other part of the song this idea of 
which is a very Buddhist idea that, you know, it, the kingdom of heaven, whatever, it's here, it's now, it's in the moment, it's with your feet on the ground, it's your feet on the earth, it's mm-hmm. really attending to the present, that's, that's really all you fucking have. And there's all these things about what heaven isn't, and that the one thing it is, is right now, my contact with my, with my feet on the fucking ground. And I think those two things, in contrast to me, are really, really interesting. And this, to me, does sound, that chorus sounds way more earnest than the mansions in the sky, which it did feel a little bit like a supercilious sort of treacly thing, maybe. The, yeah, the, yeah. I, but this one feels a little more earnest and like Rob being a little more earnest with his lyrics. I could be totally wrong, but uh, it feels that way to me. And shout out, as you mentioned, Matthew, that part where he goes, that's really unpleasant. I fucking love that because it's like this weird little musical theater Stephen Sondheim moment. It feels like <laughs> it's the only time like a little musical theater lilt to me has entered into a No Means No song. Um, and yeah, I, you kind of hear a speaking voice too. Did yeah. You, you know oh, what I yeah, mean? For sure. You never get to hear that very much. Yeah, yeah. But I I think the contrast between these two characters and and I don't, you know, I know everything I laid out with that character, the weird fucking character is probably bullshit, but it, listening to it today a bunch of times, it's sort of felt that way to me. It felt like there was a progression, a, a progression of alienation, but a very sort of the alienation of the ordinary person, not someone who's going to go out and shoot people, but just, just can't fucking connect and keeps, keeps getting further and further alienated mm. and doesn't, doesn't want to touch the moment at all. Doesn't want to be present at all. Just is like, fuck it. I'm just going to put on boots. And I do, There is something there in the fact that that chorus ends, you know how much I love their little subtle fucking changes. The fact that it ends, starts with toes and then it's soles and then it's shoes. So by the end, it's, you know, it's the, is it the same set of boots that this person walks off in that they're can or can't feel heaven or that it's there present to them, even under those boots. I don't fucking know, but it's a weird one. This is a hard one. This is a hard one. This is a hard one to parse out. And I agree with you, Matthew. It's confusing. Like it's, it's no, confusing. What you, what you said makes a lot of sense to me. And, and uh, yeah, his, his rejection of um, if, if heaven is the, the dust between my, uh, beneath my toes, like he gets it between his toes and he says, it's very unpleasant. Unpleasant. Just, yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a mild, it's a mild irritant. You it's can wash irritant. it off and you wash it off by stepping back into the stream. But uh, no, right. he's not going to do that. He's just going to strap on the boots and stomp away in a straight yeah. line. He's going to stomp away in a straight line down the sidewalk, down that man-made sidewalk of cracks, not the fucking stream. Jeez. Oh, and I wanted to point out, I think this is the only time I can think of in No Means No where during those little, uh, uh, the verse parts, the, the quieter parts, the drums and the guitar follow each other exactly. They're, yes. they're parroting each other, and I love yep. that. I don't know that that ever happens in No Means Song, but it's, No mm-hmm. Means No Song, but it's it's really, I, I just really fucking love it. And then, the yeah, the little progressive chord Rob lays down is it's very soothing in a weird fucked up way. I, I, I really like the contrast in those two bits. I actually, to me, this is one of my favorite songs on this album. I really, I really dig it. I think it's fucking great. This is my son's favorite song on this album. Hmm. And one of his favorites actually. Um, I think hmm. lyric because of the lyrics too. And I just think this is a, this is one of Rob's masterworks in terms of his performance. I love the weird fucking character. It's so weird. <laughs> and the performance is so fucking great and committed to, to the whole way through. Um, yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. All right. Uh, any last, Eddie. any last thoughts on this or these two songs before we vote? Wow. You Boy, really this is going to be a hard vote. Crack the a... nut here, don't you? Oh, I don't know. I think I, I think I just spin, you I think I'm spin lots of bullshit, you but cracking the nut open that's, and you give that's it what a we're taste. here for. That's what we're oh. here for. All right. Here for the bullshit. All right. So, uh, Michelle, no, no, Matthew, you get to make this really incredibly difficult choice between solo and heaven is the dust between my shoes. Who's uh, riding home in the Lexus and who's riding home on the mule? Um, I got to give it to heaven is the dust between it. It's actually a pretty tough one because um, it's not, not my favorite. And actually solo is maybe to me a more coherent song, maybe a little more fun to listen to and maybe a little more fun to Wash too, but still, um, the heaven is a dust beneath uh, beneath my shoes. Is that the my feet. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It, my, it gives me more to chew piggies. on, more to chew on, and it's got some incredible musical bits, and uh, of course the drumming. So yeah, got to give it to that one. But well, all right, yeah. yep. Michelle, how, how about you? I will say the same thing for the same exact reasons Matthew just mentioned. 
Heaven All right. is the dust between my toes and shoes. And yes, the, the, the good drum parts and the little interludes and stuff. Yes. Well, this is yes. gonna be un- this is gonna be unanimous, but you're both fucking nuts to even think that heaven is the dust between my shoes is even close to solo. Just fucking nuts is all I want to say. So yes, but at least I it's didn't unanimous. say it was close. Well, you said all this. You said all the you for all the same reasons Matthew did. So I'm lumping you into that same statement. Oh, all That's right, take right. that one out because no, <laughs> no, no. Solo is low. In any event, okay, it's what, so low. Hey, okay, you know hey, what I'm saying. What, what matters is that heaven is going home in the Lexus. Okay, so we're good. Yes, the heavens in the Lexus. All right. So uh, as will be our want for at least a. Some string of episodes. We're now going to uh, take a short interruption and not bring you a commercial break, but rather hear from one of you and and see what uh, see what you yeah. have to say. So well, I'm not quite sure which one's going in there yet. So my voice or one of our voices will be interrupting with an introduction to that. But keep them coming, folks. Send yes. your send bring your it. one and uh, you know your origin story. Two, uh, what no means no means to you, and three, a good anecdote in separate files to no means nothing podcast at gmail.com the ones we've gotten so far are fan fucking tastic so thank you very much for that so here you go hey everybody jordan here introducing a clip from friend of the pod sean cox who today is going to be telling us what no means no means to him thank you so much sean for this great clip and please everyone send in more we are absolutely loving these and we hope you like them too what does no means no mean to me? Um, in a word, I'm going to go with uh, singular. Um, so you know her as Michelle, but I think everyone that was on the message boards knew her as Strangey, and that's how I got to know her. Um, I, I, Strangey and I had this conversation, I think, if I remember correctly, where we had this back and forth where we just realized that there's no other band out there that sounds like no means no there's no other band that has the same i mean yeah you know you know rush is a great power trio and cream was an amazing power trio and and all this stuff but no means no has this intangible quality to it where the musicianship is beyond incredible the the lyrics are dark and you know nihilistic but also with this just wicked wicked sense of humor and and they're smart and there's just this emotional sense that you get from no means no that you that I haven't gotten from any other band um they're 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 singular there is there is no other band that is no means no and they are one of those bands where emotionally they grab you first i mean the music grabs you first and you listen to it and you're like oh my god this drummer's amazing and then oh my god this bassist is amazing and andy's amazing and tom was amazing and and all this stuff was amazing but then once you actively listen and realize all that stuff is going on with the lyrics and what you know like 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 hawk killed the punk is a great example uh you know all three band members are playing in three different time, you know, time changes. They're all, they're doing three time signatures. They're doing three different time signatures on this. And it's like listening to this band is emotional and visceral. And it is, they're just, they're just a joy. They're, they're a joy to listen to joy. Great song. All right. Round two. Thank you very much. Gentle listener for your submission. It, oh, absolutely. you sound like Stephen King. Like he's like, dear, you know how he does <laughs> dear the dear reader in the first part. I love that. I do. So, all right, our second pairing, which to me, well, in a certain way, these two are paired very similarly. <laughs> these two, these two <laughs> pairings bit, yeah. have have some echoes, although maybe not. I think the second pairing is maybe a little bit richer, but we'll see. The first, uh, th- this pairing in in round two here, we've got going nowhere off of Dance of the Headless Bourgeoisie, 1998, versus The Tower, off of Wrong, 1989. Yes. Uh, So quite a mighty pairing here. Um, And this time I get to go first. So... I 
Going Nowhere, which uh, has never been one of my favorites off that album. And I think there are periods where I really just sort of dismissed it altogether. But it's not a bad song. Certainly no, it's no solo, <laughs> really, oh, for me. Um, it's, it's way better than that. Um, it's not my favorite on this album. Uh, but I do think it pairs really well with I'm an Asshole. I think together the two of them paired work well. <laughs> um uh, maybe I'm an asshole for thinking that, but I uh, I don't I don't adore this song, but I certainly don't hate it, and I actually like it more. Just kind of did like I did with Solo, listening to it this time. Um, in terms of, I mean, you don't have to. This song does not brook a bunch of analysis. It's not subtle. <laughs> it's not subtle at all. So what I would say about it is a few things. One, uh, I feel like it's very timely in the sense that f- this feels like an anthem for alt right red pillars, or like it, this is. Mike Cernovich sitting off in his corner being pissed about not being relevant anymore because they're all fucking assholes who uh, think that they were such big shit and are going to end up being nothing. So apologies to anyone out there who appreciates those folks. Nobody will because you're no means no fans and you're not pieces of shit. So um, that's what I would say about that. I also don't have I think this is a. almost kind of a rare no means no song where they're talking about someone sort of despicable, but there's not much sympathy for that person. I often feel no means no lets you in to people who are broken into people who are hmm. like almost bad or wrong in the way that we would normally look at them, but lets you inside. And so even though they may be despicable, you still can empathize or project something of yourself into them. I don't feel like that at all here. I feel like this is completely at the expense of this person, at least in my opinion. Um, and I've known people like this, right? Like this reminded me of this guy that we used to buy weed from when we first would come home from college. And he was like 35 <laughs> and he'd have us all in his room and, and and in his house. And he thought he was king shit, but he was just holding court to a bunch of fucking kids mm-hmm. and thought he, you know, like, this is all he had left was holding court to kids because he used to be hot shit and now he was fucking nobody. So that was all that would listen to him. So we've all known people like this, small town, big town, probably more in small towns. But yeah, this is, this is a, a common type um, and this is a pretty good skew of it. Um, I like the music again, just like solo. It's pretty straightforward, pretty, pretty driving. Um, n- nothing bad to say about the music. It's not acrobatic or particularly rich on the no means no front. Um, it's not quite a Hanson Brothers song to me, but toes up against that maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That I have a lot more to say about it than that, but I like it. I like it well enough. So there you go. All right, Michelle, what about you? Going nowhere. Okay, Matthew, listen, I need a favor. I have three sentences. So as soon as I'm done, I'm going to give you the thumbs up <laughs> and just you just it. start in. Okay? All right, here it goes. This is a catchy ditty. Quite a straightforward piece. Terrible. Isn't this awful? <laughs> so bad. <laughs> That's sentence number two. Oh, God. And here is the third sentence. The bass scrape at the end is cool. Nice. Wow. Oh, wow. How about some lame ass homework was that well, oh god what are you gonna do oh, that's your response oh. to the song that's your you honest response put, uh, to the song jordan just put put a toilet flush at the end of that right <laughs> i'm not going to just put no. a toilet flushing and no. then matthew says something now yes he does i guess um i don't connect titles sometimes to songs because when uh, this title came up i didn't actually remember what album was off of and i was trying <laughs> to think is is this one of the ones off mama i 
So I had to <laughs> look it up. And of course I knew it once I heard it, but um, yeah, it's, it's right, not one that yeah. made a, a whole lot of an impression on me because right. it is pretty straightforward. Um, right. It reminds me a lot of kind of um, uh, no big surprise, the, the, the character in no big surprise, uh, the guy who got too big for his britches. Um, Except maybe, no big surprise was better. Of course. Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> Um, I, I wonder whether it's um, Rob kind of dealing with um, obscurity, a fall from fame, getting older, all these sorts of themes, which sort of uh, come fame. in. No, <laughs> but you know, maybe younger people didn't know him as well as uh, people. Right. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're the peak of their fame. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, it could be okay. self-flagellation. It could be uh, him kind of uh, seeing that in other bands on tour. Um, ones who didn't mm. deal with getting older and uh, having less energy to tour um, the same way that No Means No did. Um, yeah, it's a song about fallibility. I don't know. Maybe um, it's for the character. It's a little bit more. It's worse than a fall. Um, this guy's up against. He's kind of in limbo. He's in the middle of nowhere. I kind of think about a you know dusty truck stop and they're on tour and he's um up against a wall but uh what what else is up against a wall you're up against a wall if you have a a difficult situation you're up against the wall if you are uh, about to be executed by a firing squad Um, so um yeah it's a guy dealing with or standing on the brink of obscurity or uh, oblivion um but yeah still an an amazing drum song uh, especially in the choruses uh, but again, yeah, pretty straightforward and uh, maybe, as I said, not, literally not quite the most memorable song for me. <laughs> it went nowhere for you. I, yes. I, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't and, and a small aside, this is the title of that other no means no book that people bring up every once in a while. Right. Going. Oh, nowhere. that's right. Which also I don't remember. Like, yeah. <laughs> Which was kind of like, I mean, I haven't read it, frankly. I've heard mixed reviews, but more power to a guy. Right. Anybody writing a book about no means no. You got my vote. right. Um, but interesting to choose that this song as the title was always hmm. fascinating to me. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't quite know where that came from. I well, you said, yeah, this is certainly the most Hanson's one on this album. Just like solo yeah. is the most Hanson's one on it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. For well, sure. How'd that happen? John getting his John out. I, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right. Well, let's move on to one that I probably am guessing we'll all have a little bit more to say about. I know I fucking do. So buckle up, folks. Here we go again. Jordan's pretension corner. about the tower i've had a lot of time to chew on this song um one of my favorite old drawings i did about this fucking tower i've been obsessed with towers forever and mostly because of this song because i fucking love it it's great this song is a it's this song is full of fucking power and menace right this is a this is a fucking epic right it's i'm not gonna say it's my no favorite no means no song but it is an ep this is one of their epics as are many offer wrong yes i was i was really struck before i get into any of the meaning or lyrics or any of that kind of shit i was really struck this time listening to it and you know having now i've always carefully listened to no means no but as we've talked about in the show i'm, I'm listening to it in a different way now how fucking different is this album from the one that preceded it and what the fu- how what kind of fucking musical geniuses can make something like the day everything became isolated and destroyed and then pivot to wrong which is the sound the t- the tenor everything is so fucking different but of course similar in its nature but it's fucking crazy to me i just don't understand how you reinvent yourself while not reinventing yourself 
It's just brilliant. It's fucking amazing. And mm. the one two, the one mm. two punch of coming off of it's catching up into this. It's funny. Oh, holy shit! It's funny. It's like the, it's the curse Ooh. of the CD, I guess. But it's this. There was the. It was the. I didn't say this last week when we were talking about Love Thing, but that's the same thing for me. Every time I played Love Thing, on this off the off my you know on iTunes or on the off my fucking phone or whatever, it picks up the last uh, bits of the last like. <laughs> of uh no fucking and so it always starts with the the last plosive of the song before and it's the same with this one the tower always starts with the last bit of it's catching up so you never get a clean opening it just yeah whenever i'm listening to it on its own it starts with this weird fucking grind it's really a whole bunch of vinyl fans all over the world right now are just sort of like nodding knowing exactly mm. so, <laughs> yeah that's not a problem for me exactly it fucking is a problem for you because if you're dropping the needle on this track you don't avoid that so fuck you all you pretentious assholes but you're right um all right so so musically right this song is it's uh it's a good one like i said it's a good one to punch off the song that came before it because the the it's catching up is such a acrobatic song and especially oh, on the God. bass but this song is like it's not acrobatic it is driving and uh, almost monotonous in the best way i don't mean that in the wrong way but just the way sludge. rob is just it's just sludge but sludge, sludge that's like fudge. looking you looking you right in the eye as that's it's right. shoving itself down your throat it does never yeah. It does not fucking blink just like that giant eye in the fucking sky. So it is musically insanely, insanely good. Uh, and Rob's performance in this, the way he delivers oh. the lyrics, it's so earnest. He, he sounds to me like this mad prophet who just is back from somewhere and has something to fucking tell you and gets more and more unhinged. And the way he screams the tower at the end, it's there are very few vocalists who can match Rob. There are vocalists who have real um like you know like someone's gonna point out mike Patton. he's a great vocalist yes he is mike Patton to me is always detached from what he says i love mike Patton, but he's never earnest he's never what? he's never really in what he's saying he's always detached he's 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 distanced from his song even though he's brilliant but fucking rob is in what he's saying fully he is fucking in it fully mm. inhabiting mm. every mm. growl every scream every time he gets low and every time he fucking yells and it it's unmatched to me. I, I don't, I'm sure there are other vocalists who you could compare him to, but I don't know what the fuck they are. Um, and I just love everything about it. So lyrically, um, digging into this a little bit, I, I will try not to get too whacked out on this. So I, my opinion is, I think this, it's gotta be true that at least part of the inspiration of this is the, the tarot card, the tower. So the tarot card of the tower shows many of the versions, a giant fucking tower being struck by lightning underneath a big giant eye with burning people jumping out of the building. So there's your opening line about, you know, I see a tower against the sky, you know, uh, a burning building, man leaps to his death. And then a, a woman holding flowers. That's also an image from the tarot, a uh, woman holding flowers. And that's the strength card. And the, the what the tower card means in symbolism is really interesting. It means chaos, destruction, and release. It means the... The how you build up your hopes and dreams into this this tower, and then from a bolt from the blue, something can come in and just fucking tear it all down at its foundations and 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 send you reeling, which can either be a positive thing or a negative thing, which to me is very much in the spirit of this song. So clearly the entire song is not just about the tarot, but fuck me if that's not absolutely intentional. And I and I don't really want to know if it's not, but it it's so one-to-one -one that even if Rob just looked at the tarot card and said, oh, what does this mean? Fucking looked it up in a book. Oh, that's as far as it needs to go. the dick. I don't know. But in any event, it's clearly tarot, uh, tarot um, uh, uh, influence. Now, if you guys ever, I'm not going to go into this too much, but forever, I heard the line, um, oh. red, red tombs and below us looms or above us looms the tower. And forever, I always heard it. And I remember reading in the lyric book, iron tombs and above us looms the tower, but it's not, it's red for sure. And I hear that now, but this is yeah. one of those like Mandela right. effects for me where I'm like, fucking, I know it was iron tombs forever. And now it's different. Clearly. It and I thought it was gray tombs. So there you go. What the fuck <laughs> are you going to do? <laughs> um, so you've got, you know, They're and the tombs. And of course our, uh, our, uh, our, nerdier friends out in the audience will can't have helped but felt a little bit that this has got to be borrowed door sitting up there with Soren on the top right big old red eye at the top of the tower but that's a little too on the nose but you know you can't help it you talk 
talked about. I know, I know, nerd speak, but come on. Big giant red eye at the top of a fucking tower. No, it's the Lord of the Rings. Fuck off. Yes. Yes, Dungeons and Dragons, pretty much. Oh, God. Oh, God. She's going to throw up. So. Um, the, some of the lines in this, I think are fucking oh great uh, for, that I love so much. I mean, every line in this is great. First of all, this is Rob at the top of his lyric game. This is like yes. some Ezra pound T.S. Eliot level fucking slouching off to Bethlehem style poetry here. This is fucking intensely cool. And, uh, uh, of concrete steel and antenna wheels. I don't know why, but that, that image of antenna wheels on the tower has just fucking stuck with me forever. And I don't know why, but it's, that's a gorgeous, specific, weird fucking way. And, you know, antenna wheels, like, or that's something you think of when you look over at a cityscape, when you just see the mountain of roofs. And in the old days, people had all those antenna wheels on their roofs to watch fucking TV. So it probably comes from that and just the idea that, the, the, you know, the oppressiveness of all that. I don't fucking know, but it's a great fucking image. I, I yeah. absolutely love it. And the way that you've got, you know, the, what the tower represents in the tarot, that idea of, you know, everything you've built up and how it can get destroyed in an instant, always under this completely inhuman force that's always watching and always in control and that at a moment could just annihilate your reality and all other realities. Just the sense of doom and menace of how small the song makes me feel underneath the massiveness of this fucking tower and the the inhumanity of this eye that's just casting its glance over you mixed with the intensity. Look at that. There's the tower. He's got it on his zoom picture. What are you that talking? is the what tower is with antenna wheels. Hey, nice. hey, fuck. Yeah. You. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just, this song is just beautiful. It's, <laughs> it's, it's fucking beautiful. I'm sure I've missed some of what I wanted to say, but I just love this song. I just, I cannot help but fucking headbang to get tell him I'm in a Nick brace every time I hear this fucking thing. It is just pure distilled brilliance, menace, power. That's it. All right, Michelle. It is a force to be reckoned with. It is an avalanche. Ho, ho, ho. Come on with this song. It is a perfect snarly and crunchy tune that Rob belts out. Great. And you're right, Jordan. Oh my God. He's at like the, the peak of his disgust or whatever he's saying that we were just talking about. He's just on fire. There's lots of tritones in here that add tons Mm. of anxiety. The guitar works awesome. And I love the damned if you do. And if you don't damn line. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck me. So good with the music going along with it, which is perfect. Like I said, this whole piece is a goddamn avalanche. Perfect. Perfect. Avalanche All right, Matthew. Okay. Just so, so you know, user, oh. just because you it's a visual medium, Matthew was putting these great images that he'd found of concrete towers with antenna wheels. And I'm radar explain what that fucking is. Great. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Hit, hit, hit. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, you may notice, and this is going to piss a lot of people off, like uh, when people talk about Canadian power trios, no means no, and rush come up. And um, both well, of them, ref- so. both of them refer to Tolkien because, <laughs> yeah, I always definitely uh, thought that this uh, I didn't think about the tarot uh, connection because I don't know anything about the tarot. But uh, I always saw that uh, it was Sauron's eye and the tower uh, oh. Lord of the Rings, although it's a little bit too pedestrian for a lot of the other stuff that uh, Rob appears to have been reading at the time. Um uh, one of our listeners, a uh, friendly fellow named Sean, uh, I'm going to paraphrase this amazing um, observation that he made once uh, that um, No Means No's post-apocalyptic songs are one of the best sci-fi worlds in existence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And oh. yeah, this is definitely, um, I don't know how much subtext there is to it. I mean, uh, it, it's not... All that amb- all that ambiguous, I don't think, um, in that um, it's being bewildered, being dominated, uh, being confused. Um, I like the radio waves curve and cross. I stand below them, lost. And this song reminds me of uh, Lost, where you're in a wasteland and there's missiles flying above you and everything like that. And you're bewildered by what messages might be going on in that radio traffic. Um, Red comes up a lot. I, I don't 
You know, mm. if it's, is it anger? Is it blood? Is it uh, something else? Um, the most vivid color um, between black and white, but red unblinking eye, red roses, red tombs. Um, red rum? Red <laughs> unblinking eye. Red rum. Um, I think clearly it's a sort of a fear of uh, fascism or industrial tyranny, um, this uh, tower looking up there. And, you know, when I was, I never really thought about what an antenna wheel is. And I think in the back of my brain, I thought that, is it those, the type of spoked wheels that you have on a Cadillac? No. No, it I know. It was the things they used to put on the top of T on that top of your house to like catch radio, to catch TV signals, right? Totally. And those big shapes. drum like things on transmission w- towers. Round? Those weren't round. Those there were, were certainly like, round ones. They Absolutely. Like clothes hangers. No, there were certainly round ones. Out. There, there was, yeah, sort of more cloverleaf type, uh, type ones. But I, I yeah. think in this case, it's the, the big drum types on uh, the big towers. But yeah. Talk about that in a second. Anyway, in my adolescent mind, I thought it was maybe a reference to uh, to fancy cars and sort of an anti-capitalist kind of <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, nice thing. Um, I thought it was interesting. Um, everything I would forget beneath the tower. So I would forget. I mean, it's 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 a point in the future. Looking back to another point in the future, that's kind of interesting. You mm. would forget it. You haven't forgotten it yet. Um, and then the yeah. others is like an old timey um, meaning of of. I would, I would have another beer. Um, it's, it's a wish or even a regret sometimes. Everything I would forget, everything I want to forget. Right. Uh, so I'm kind of, it's a lot of, like thinking about that. I love the, the bass and guitar dialogue in this song. The drums, oh um, it's, it's funny. Uh, you described them as an avalanche. I said, yes, like boulders falling off a mountain, which is an yeah. avalanche. <laughs> It really, oh, yeah. it's just so Such tight. incredible snarly, uh, snarly mm. guitar. Mm. Um, one uh, nom, nom, thing nom, I, nom. T- I don't think I'd noticed before. I feel before. like I'm a church. I'm feeling like, I feel like I'm a church and the church is called the tower. And I'm just like, <laughs> amen, amen. <laughs> Where he says, I see red, uh, Rob's voice goes down and somebody else's voice is going up. Yeah. Which is so cool. Yeah, it's so good. I think it's Andy, but I can't tell, but it's so fucking good. Yeah. And then that juddering, lurching ending where it's oh, slowing right. down. Oh. Like, it's just a, you know, it's like a punching attack. It's like you're, 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 you know, seeing a red of, uh, of anger, a red of madness. You're beating somebody or something and you're, you're slowing down and getting tired, maybe realizing what's going on. Um, Anyway, that's about all I have to say about that. Oh yeah. And does, it, does, he plays, he plays, uh, is it Foxy Lady? In what? Does he? In this song? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't. I have never. I didn't I fucking fe- get that pull. Oh my god! I, I, am I wrong here? He doesn't he play the? Yeah, he plays the riff from Foxy Lady. Oh wow! <laughs> I don't know what that. No, I can't I think of the riff. Does he? Huh. Oh no! Wait, that's purple haze. That. That's fuck. Holy shit! It's purple haze. It's not foxy lady. But still, I'll have to listen for that. I, I it's, do not it's, hear it's, that. It's 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 uh, purple haze. It's not foxy lady. Okay. Shit. Well, I'll have to I'll have to listen for yeah. that next time. Fuck. Jordan, you were talking about his vocal performance, and I think this is maybe during or slightly after his battle with vocal nodules, and I think this is where he won, or at least he's just like, okay, it's, fuck you guys, fuck you, over nod- it, right? Yeah, exactly. Fuck you, I had vocal that same nodules. Thought. Wow. I had that I'm just same doing thought. it anyway. I'm yeah. gonna layer callus on top of you, bastards. Do you Oof. think this was before he had no, the operation? No, it was after. That, after. I think that was during. That's why Andy sang so much on the previous album because he right. was getting the surgery and didn't ha- and didn't have his voice. And this is, I think, was his full throated <sighs> return to like fuck that. I'm back, bitches. Oh so, my god, he just did. It took stuck a cheese grater down there. How do you do that? Like, how can you sing like that? After you that sing like that surgery? by being earnest and having passion coming out your right. fucking asshole. That's right. That's right. You can't fake that shit. No and, way, man. And lots of no tea. No way. Lots of TV. <laughs> you know, it's like, and part of what, what you were saying, Matthew, one thing that occurs to me now, that it, lyrically and meaning and the meaning of this, there's a real dialogue or sort of extension happening from it's catching up to this song. This, this feeling of things that you want to forget, things that are out of your control, things that are sort of unseen that you want to escape that you can't. There's sort of two different takes. One sort of things that are under the surface and hidden and buried, and one this thing that's fucking in the sky and just this huge monolith. 
they're sort of opposite poles of the same feeling, these overwhelming things that are going to fucking take you down, but one is huge and powerful and one is dark and creeping and skittering under your feet. But there, there are these interesting poles that kind of come at each other, but with the same sort of underlying... They're dust under your shoes. Yeah, yeah. There you so go. let me give you my theory on maybe where the inspiration came from. That yeah. image that I put behind myself there is is actually a place in Victoria. It's in Summit Park. Uh, it is a... Get the a fuck! Get the fuck! Brutalist, um, like, concrete t- uh, transmission radio, maybe microwave tower. Holy and it's shit, It's in the it. middle. Like, Victoria is a little... It's a hilly place. And every hill generally will have like a, a reservoir on top of it for for water pressure and whatnot. So there's usually a, vu- a viewpoint on every top of these little hills. And this one, oh. it's not the tallest one, not by any stretch. There's a taller one right next to it, but it's got this this weird concrete tower with all of those oh um, antenna God. wheels, antenna drums on it, and they this have like it. a lightning bolt on them. And uh, it, it's as I say, it's not actually that tall. But it's so, you know, when you're from Victoria, you just, you know, it's there. You don't really think about it all that much. But if you think about where it is, it's in the middle of a meadow um, surrounded by Gary Oak trees and camas flowers. And there's this concrete thing with a sort of weird plaza and kind of look up at it. You're not sure what it, it is. It's got, uh, you know, armor against it. It's like got uh, human being shocked type uh, warning signs on it. Clearly and Rob had a really intense acid trip at the base of that fucking tower. It's and possible. wrote this fucking song. I know Do Andy grew up about uh, maybe a kilometer from it. Um, Do and people like I say, call it's, it the tower? Not that I'm aware of. Oh, okay. it just sort of, it's just sort of there. And you know, it, maybe I don't remember ever really talking about it or just kind of looking at it, wondering about it, wondering about all those big uh, antenna drums or antenna wheels. Yeah, um, they're definitely curious about the the bright red lightning flashes on each of these drums. Uh, as a little Jesus. kid, I'm like, what what is that? What is it doing? Um, and there isn't a lot of explanation about what it that. is or what it's doing there. And as I said, it's very incongruous with uh, where it is, and it's not that tall, but there isn't anything taller around it. Uh, so you kind of like always look up at it. You're as I say in a meadow, and then there's this huge thing just plonked in the middle so i kind of wonder whether no there's any connection shit. to that small thing. S- small aside listener uh i'm going to guarantee that when this episode is released we're going to take those images that we're talking about and they'll be on our facebook page they'll be oh, on our yeah. instagram Please and they'll be in our twitter it. you got to see yeah. this shit because i think this has got to have some God damn, connection. i wonder if that had anything to do with it well, well, i mean the other tangentially ten, the, even fucking a the other tower in victoria had a um a flame and it was called the giant's candle. So it's probably not that one. The giant's candle. But did the flame look like a big eye? It had a neon flame on it. So maybe, I don't know. Wow. I'm going to stick with my, ta- I'm going to stick with a bit of the tarot. It's definitely <laughs> there, but I got to give it to you through this hey, concrete this and steel and antenna wheels. Shit, man. That's fucking great. Yeah. Fuck this song, man. I could talk about this song for another half an hour. I love this wow, song. It fucking so kicks good. ass. It's so Shit! Oh my god! To see there's this nobody listening to this podcast right now that does not love the tower. It may not be your favorite right. song, but fuck you if you don't love it. I know you do. <laughs> all of you. I know all of you love this song. If you don't love this song, fuck I don't know, you man. If you don't love it. I don't know. Are you are you gonna put solo above this? No, you're not. You're not. No, no. Uh-uh. Anyway, no. sorry. That was I was That's being a- an asshole. I've had too much Marniac. No, no. That's all I got to say. Yeah, it's real. The time is now. Let's vote. I'm first. I'm first. Oh, I Uh, wonder. It's the tower, bitches. It's the tower. The tower is huge and looms in my imagination and my very soul. It's the tower forever. The tower. Michelle. Tower power, baby. Tower power. Whoop. Whoop. Um, Please. Going nowhere kind of went nowhere. Uh, It kind of went nowhere. Right. The tower for me. I'm gonna going nowhere is a fine. It's a fi- fine song. It got ah, th- if it had gone up against if it hey hey if it had gone up against so low it would have won for me, but it went up against oh, the tower. No doubt, no and doubt. many many songs would have fallen beneath the might of the tower. So it's right. uh, it was inevitable that it went home on the mule. Right. Unfortunately, all right. All right. Well, fuck guys, there we go. Two more ascend to Valhalla, and two more 
two Nephilim. So here and we these go. These were all uh, we all voted the same, eh? Right? Yeah, all we three did. of us were like, yes. These were un- unanimity. Unan- unanimous votes. This unanimous is a pretty straightforward, uh, was, straightforward I, episode. I would bet most people are behind these votes. This is not going to be yeah. the most controversial episode. Some people it. may think we were a little too harsh on some of them, but you know, that's all right. I, I appreciate that feedback, but uh, the right ones went through. I feel very confident this was not a tough totally. one again. Uh, I think, uh, but I'm, I'm happy with it. So there we go. All right, guys. So this week we do not have a Andy's correction corner. We'll see when the next one comes. You'll just have to stay on the edge of your seat, the seat of your pants to see when one of those pops up again. So, uh, we're just going to leave you until next time. Remember to find us on all of our, uh, social plague platforms. We got, we got, our Facebook group, which is really hopping. We appreciate everyone who's jumping in there. We got our uh, Instagram. We got our Twitter, all that crap. So come find us and tell us how full of shit we are about all these songs, um, which we actually Except like for the tower, because we're not full of shit about that. No one's no. going to no one's gonna disagree about that. And if you do, then you know what? Just sign right off. That's all I got to say. Come on. You got to turn in your no means no card if you're not going to fucking be with us on that one. It and came in your wrong cassette. We don't need I, you. I you, found I, mine today. Yeah, I never detached nice. it because I, I needed yeah. to look up the I lyric. Never, I never, I never looked. I, I never detached mine either. I still have it. I found nice. the tape in order to look up whether it was gray tombs or red tombs. Fuck. <laughs> I have never, I nice. have never had a no means no cassette. So it was all CDs <gasps> for me. Oh yeah. my god, really? It was all CDs. I joined in the CD oh, era. Oh man, yeah, yeah, I kind of yeah, want to yeah. send you one. I don't have anything to play it on. It would just be an artifact. I know. I have wall. mine. That's one that That's didn't amazing. make a big purge. I can't throw That's this a, no, out. Save it. It's save a, it. It's it's in a little tape deck cassette thingy that you spin Fuck around. Yeah. And, yeah. Fuck yeah. Save it. Oh yes. All right, everybody. Well, we love you, uh, more or less. Thank you for listening. We're super stoked that you decided to join us. And uh, just remember, real love is scary. 